Confronting Chaos. Let's talk Boy, about it. Got it. Hello and welcome to the Dare to Fail podcast. I am your host, Brandon Rayo. Oh, nice intro. Hello, everybody out there in Dare to Fail land. I appreciate you so much for listening to this podcast, and uh, I want to wish you guys a happy 311 day. It's March 11th. It's not an international holiday to my knowledge, but it should be. Those incredible musicians, 311, are playing an epic show in Las Vegas today. It's like three days long. Wish I was there, but I'm here in Los Angeles following my dreams. I made that sacrifice for the money and everything to be focused on my goals out here. And that is why I am doing this podcast instead of hanging out in Las Vegas. But that's cool, actually. I really love doing these podcasts for you guys and for myself. Today, very important topic. Confronting chaos. Sometimes things just get nutty, right? Sometimes everything seems good. It seems like good things are happening. And then all of a sudden, a complete 180. And you're like, what in the hell am I going to do now? What just happened to me is a good example. Let me tell you about it. So if you listen to the last podcast, I'll just give you a quick recap. I had a job. I just got one of my first x-ray jobs for extra money out here in Los Angeles, which is definitely needed. And I went and did my first few days of training and it was not doable. It was, for lack of a better word, not a a safe environment or a conducive place for any sort of well-being or treatment of illness and disease, which is my job as an x-ray tech. And that's how, that's really the only way I'm able to justify it is I tell myself, and it's true, you know, that I'm helping people get get the x-rays and the CAT scans that they need to get better. But this place was, it was crazy. It, it was something that I had never quite experienced before. It defines a new level of what I would consider to be hell. <laughs> and uh, only after a few days, I had to get out of there. And it has thrown my life into a bit of a disarray because I had plans and things for getting a new place and all this stuff, and I was having a real hard time finding work out here in Los Angeles for x-ray, which is really strange because I figured it would be harder to find work as an actor, but it's actually, it's been easier for me to be an actor. (laughs) I just wish I was making more money at it, but that takes time, so it's all good. I am just happy to be in front of the camera doing what it is that I love to do. So everything else is just something else that I need to do to help focus me in on that goal which is to become a working actor and to star in a feature film. And that is going to happen. I just don't know when. And I have to keep my eyes on the prize and working hard towards it. But man, does things just... <laughs> you they, it's, you get left turns, you get curveballs, you get knocked out, like just out of nowhere. And what do you do in these situations, right? Because it's going to happen. It happens to everybody. Anybody who's trying to do anything in their life that's outside of the norm... You can pretty much expect crazy things to happen or just things to fall apart. Things that seem like sure shots are gone the next day. You don't even you don't even know where they went. So chaos is kind of part of the norm. I know that that sounds what is it a double entendre? You know what I mean? It's a contradiction, but it is pretty norm normal in in my life at least to have different degrees of chaos. <laughs> When I was in Arizona, I was with family and I had steady work while I was working on acting. 
and it was I was really comfortable there. You know, I didn't have any issues uh, with that with kind of confronting too much chaos, but things even happened there. Now you take me out of that environment, out of my comfort zone and put me in Los Angeles, which I'm not comfortable in yet, uh, around all kinds of unknown people, unknown opportunities, unknown jobs. And then, God, you know, who knows what's going to happen? So the job, I couldn't do it, right? Cross my boundaries. And I've learned from experience that if you let things cross your boundaries and you tolerate that, you are going to be in a living hell. Your dreams are going to go right out the door. You're going to feel like shit. You're not going to be able to be as creative or productive or positive. And there is no way that I can have that in my life and expect to be able to do anything else other than just be miserable and self-medicate while I'm trying to get through the shifts that I, I can't do. So in lieu of all that stuff, I had some real serious talks with, um, with my best friend and um, realized that I can't go back. I couldn't go back to the place, so I cut the cord, and I need a job, man. So now it's like, well, what the hell do you do in situations like that when you know you had to walk away from something for better or worse, and you're starting at ground zero again? How do you confront all that, especially when you know, you're in a need? And truth be told, I'm still, I'm grappling with these questions myself. What do I do? Has I, I, truth be told, I like to do podcasts on things that I already kind of have some sort of uh, foundation in or some, some sort of like information I think that I could give you guys, the listener out there to like make it better. But all I can tell you in this situation right now, the most important thing that I've been able to do is reassure myself that it's a very good thing to walk away from something that has crossed my boundaries, that I know is going to be very unhealthy for me instead of just tolerating it, instead of just letting myself go down that rabbit hole indefinitely uh, with the hopes that I find something else new that then I can just leave that and then go into something else. Well, I could have a lot of time to do that if I'm spending all my time at doing the job that I know that I can't do. So now... I am back to square one, but I have so much positivity and so much time now to really know more about what it is that I want and where I want to go and just start doing it and getting out into the city more and finding different areas and stuff that that I would want to work in. It's just now it's nothing but possibility, whereas before I was kind of banking on this thing that was going to work, but it's just not going to work. So if it's not going to work, it's a good thing that it's gone, right? Focusing somewhat on the positive. So that's one thing that you can do during the chaos. What is positive in this situation? If you're, you're going to learn something, so that's obviously a positive thing to focus on too. And I know it's really hard to see this stuff when it's happening. It's happening to me right now, right? So I have to sit down and I have to journal I have to do a podcast. I have to talk to my best friend. I gotta, I gotta do stuff. I have to, I have to keep my mind in the place of we're moving forward still, regardless of what it is that's, that's happening. So that's that's one perspective that you can take on it when chaos is really messing your life up, and you get excited about the new opportunities that you are going to find, right? Because now you got nothing but time, 
Now I got nothing but time, right? Other than focusing on the act, I can focus harder on my acting. Maybe this was supposed to happen because there's some other job or some other opportunity that's right around the corner that I would have missed if I was at this other thing. You know, you just never know. And I, I love that and it also freaks me out, but I also want myself to remember that this is an adventure. And you should remind yourself of that as well. You didn't choose an easy path in your life because you wanted to be comfortable. You chose a path that made sense to you that's going to really put you on that adventure of self-discovery, of, of taking life by the, by, the, by the horns and just going after everything that is that you want because you think this is hard. How hard is it going to be if you're doing a job that you don't even like and you get fired or they lay you off? It just The job just goes away. Then you were spending all of that time working on something that you didn't even want to do. And then you failed at that. Wow, right? Talk about a crushing, soul-destroying blow. I mean, at least I can take some solace in knowing. And it's actually a really, really awesome thing to consider is that I made a decision directly in line with my values and with my dreams. And did that bring me safety and security and money and all that stuff? No, it didn't. But it put me on the path to get to somewhere that's going to be better for me. And all that other stuff will eventually be there. I have a roof over my head. I have some food. I clearly have a computer and the ability to do a podcast. So I'm not doing that bad, right? So I take a lot of solace in knowing that if I make a decision that's in line with my values and with who I am, I get to maintain who I am and my positivity. And then that means I've got my my wits, I've got my positivity, like I said again, and I can keep using that to move forward towards something better. And that is really encouraging. If only I had known that, you know, when I was when I was much younger, I went to X-ray school when I was like 19 years old. And I, I wanted to be a musician at the time. I, I mean, drums and music and everything through high school were what literally got me through it. But I had one band after the next that had so much potential and so much awesome stuff. And then it just would continuously fall apart. And I hated that. And I, I, didn't, I didn't know how to create something on my own because you really can't, unless you're some virtuoso where you can sing and, and do everything, which I, I can do a little bit of everything. Drums are my forte. I had no inkling to just pack up and move out to Los Angeles or to New York to make the, to make the dream come true. And I'm glad that I didn't because if I would have done that when I was 18 or 19, I don't think I would be alive right now, to be, to be frank. So I did the only thing that made sense to me, and it was to go to school. And then I went to x-ray school, and I loved school. I loved learning about this stuff, and I loved the fact that this was stuff that's going to help me you know, be productive in my life. But after I, I graduated and I realized you know, it was just really a cool challenge that I was doing, and I started working in the job, it's like I knew very, very early on that this was not something that was going to be my career. It, it allowed me to pay my bills and to pay myself through... Uh, undergraduate school because I wanted to go back and study psychology. I'm like, I'm either going to be a physician or I'm going to be a psychologist who actually, who also does music and, and whatever, you know, I was just going to have this big creative, like uh smorgasbord of, uh, of jobs and careers in my life. 
And I realized really quickly that the deeper that I went into the radiology stuff, the worse it got. And um, the, the more I became dissatisfied with it, and then the more that I, I decided that every day that I showed up to the job without having other goals or knowing what else it is that I wanted to do was like a defeat in my soul. That sounds drastic, but that feeling is what really kind of catapulted me to learning about myself and what it what are the things in my life that I really value and that I want to pursue rather than just accepting this you know existence that didn't make any sense to me. A lot of it didn't make any sense to me after after a, after a very short time. So that's when I decided like I'm moving, I'm I'm going to go I'm going to go and just kind of find myself. And that's when I went to Austin, to Denver, back to Arizona, and now back to, well, not back to, but to Los Angeles to um, really pursue acting. And I love the fact that I can go back and visit my family really easily because it's, it's, it's in Phoenix. It's only five and a half hours away. But I'm struggling. And I am, I'm learning about what it takes. I'm learning about what I need to do to be able to confront all of the chaos and stuff what sort of person I have to become to be able to be successful at this. Because I have to face it. I am not obviously, you know, knowledgeable enough at this point in my career to know how to navigate all this stuff. Like I jumped into a, a really deep swimming pool and I'm still learning how to, how to be able to swim out of it and be able to also support myself while, while pursuing this dream and also keeping in touch and contact with my family and my loved ones and everything while while keeping my my well-being and my you know my mind in in the right place. So that's another thing that I try to do like knowing that I'm in this chaos chaotic thing right now but I know that I'm learning exactly what it is I need to learn. I know that I'm confronting all the 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 challenges and everything that I have to learn how to do to be successful. Because if you never confront these things, if these if these things never come into your life, you don't know you're never going to learn how to deal with them. So I'm learning how to deal with all that stuff, and whether it feels like it or not right now, I know that even just having it in your life, dealing with it, and thinking about it is already moving through it. It's already l- working on the solutions to it. Your subconscious mind does that. Whenever there's problems or things that just come into your life, which they they naturally will. Your mind starts to work on how to figure it out, how to fix it. It's just what our minds do. So even though I'm freaking out sometimes, I know that we're going to find a way through. So I can I, I remind myself of that during the chaos stuff too, and you should do that to yourself as well. And I'm also reminded of how important it is to not let your ego get involved in this stuff. As impossible as that can be sometimes, to be not only kind to other people who are probably going through very similar things than you in your life, maybe even worse, it's also just as important to be kind to yourself and to be patient with yourself as well. I mean, just to make a decision that is coming from you know something that you genuinely want outside of any other outside influence something that's uniquely your own, to be able to stand up and say that this is something that I want regardless is such a huge colossal victory. 
So if you have done that, give yourself a pat on the back and let me tell you right now that I think you're a badass. I think that you're amazing. And simply making that decision is the is the 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 one thing that is going to lead you towards your success eventually. And being kind to other people, man, is just it is so incredibly important in life. I, I think it's it's such a unappreciated quality for a person to have. And this whole utter bullshit of how kindness is weakness or like the alpha male nonsense that this person, oh, they can never show any weakness and they can never admit that they may be wrong. It's toxic, utter bullshit. It is. And if you want to have good relationships in your life where, you know, where you don't have to feel like you destroy your enemies and you're able to collaborate with people and people actually want to collaborate with you, you need to be kind and decent. In my acting class, this girl came up to me because we have this check-in period before class and every, you know, sometimes people share things that are going on in their lives, either good or bad. And I was like, I had a terrible day. This was right after um, I decided that I had to leave that job because the day was so was so bad. I was like, I had a really bad day today, but you know, it's good. I'm happy to be here, blah, 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 blah. At the end of the class, this person came up to me and she said, listen, I've been out in LA for like three years and uh, I know how difficult it can be, especially in the beginning. And if you, you know, if you need anything, if, if I can help you at all, just let me know. And it took about five seconds, right? That interaction. Didn't really know this person. Uh, very, very, very new. But she had the, the kindness and the decency to, to say that to me. And that's just stuff that I, I will never forget. I will never forget the people that have said things like that to me. And I try to remind myself too, to do that to other people when I have the opportunity as well. If I see somebody who's in distress or I know that they're struggling and they need help, sometimes it's a simple like, hey man, are you okay? Like, can I, can I buy you a green tea or something and we can just hang out? And if they wanna talk, they'll talk. But it's just the fact of like, there's other people around you who are going through the same exact thing, maybe even worse, and you don't know. You have no idea. You're so closed off and concerned about yourself, but kindness, man, kindness. Let this uh, chaos in your life remind you of the importance of being kind and decent to your fellow human beings and how humbling life is. <laughs> humbling. I mean, this one thing about following your dreams in life is that you will be humbled. I think it was that Walt Disney went bankrupt like two or three times in his career. I mean bankrupt. Like the dude lost everything. You imagine if he was like one of your friends or, or something was like, man, is Walt up trying to do that cartoon nonsense again? How many times has he gone bankrupt? Glad I got my Wall Street job, right? And then, you know, 2008 happens or something similar and they're like oh i've lost everything on wall street maybe i should have if i wanted to do cartoons maybe that's what i should have done even if i lost money doing that stuff at least i was doing something that i loved to do and we all know what happened to walt disney eventually it's the eventual success it's the patience that you have to develop it's the tenacity it's the absolute craziness that you have to develop in yourself to face so much messed up 
stuff and be rejected and fail and vulnerable and feel like you can't do it, do it. And, and, you know, all of that stuff that you have to be literally crazy enough to experience over and over again and get up the next day and decide that today's a new day. And I don't care what's happened yesterday. We're going to keep moving forward. And how do we do that? We sit down, we make a list. What, what's the next step? What's the next step? What can I do? You can't sit here and tell me there is no next step or there is nothing that I can do. There's always something. It might be it'd be a small something. Like today I was sitting, at, I woke up this morning. I'm like, okay, what the hell, is, what, what the hell am I going to do now? You know, I've been applying to all these other jobs and I'm not hearing anything back. I'm like, well, do I have a resume that's not medical that could maybe outline some of the other things that I've done in my life and the other education that I have to where I could maybe be applying to non-medical jobs? And the answer is no. So boom, put that on your list. Make a non-medical resume. Holy shit. That's one thing I didn't even think of. Just came out of nowhere. And what could that lead to? I don't know. We'll have to find out. So that's one simple thing. You have to just be able to sit down and be willing to ask yourself, well, if I didn't have all this emotional garbage and this mental fog going on right now, if I was talking to a really good friend of mine who I loved and was going through what I'm going through, what would I tell them? Let the ideas start to flow that way. And I think finally, probably the most important thing that I've learned since moving out to LA is one thing. And that is you have to guard your mind. You cannot let whatever is going on, the chaos, the, the rejections, the, the bad things that, that may be happening, you cannot let that take over. You cannot let that be your predominant thought. I mean, there's going to be times when things get to you. We're only human, but you cannot stay there. If you do, it's going to be impossible for you to get out of it. It's, it's weird. It's the more that you think about negativity, the more you see negativity, right? The more you think, man, this is terrible, but guess what? I cannot wait for the next good thing to come my way because it's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be something that's going to be totally different. And it's going to get me out of this, you know, and it's coming. It's right around the corner. I know it will. It ebbs, it flows. The roller coaster goes up, it comes down. It goes up, it comes down. That's life, right? So you just have to know you got to hold on through those storms and tend your mind like a crazy grizzly bear and you know your mind is the cub you don't let the 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 bs become the predominant thoughts you get rid of the negative negativity that you can from other people from the relationships only quality people les brown said that check it out oqp only quality people in your life if they're not quality people they're taking things away from you okay get them out it's my advice easy easier said than done but you know what i mean Tend to your mind. Are you meditating? I'm talking to myself. Have I meditated today? No, I haven't. Should I? Absolutely, I should. Where are my affirmations? Where are all the reasons and the things that got me to where I want to be? Why haven't I written them down? Did I look at them this morning before I started my day? I don't think I did. So you know what I need to do is make a podcast about helping develop a routine because I'm developing one for myself right now. I just convinced my own self to do this. And I know I've talked about it a million times in my podcast. It's so easy to get up and just be overwhelmed by all the stuff that you have to do. 
And so you don't maybe get up as early as you should. If you got up, you know, like 30 minutes earlier than normal, you could do all this stuff. You could, you could read the affirmations. You could do a 10-minute meditation, and you could get your mind already primed for, for a, a positive day, regardless of what's happening. I don't need to go in to the negativity and the stuff that's going around the world right now, but that's never going to change. All that stuff is going to be there. If it's not going to be the coronavirus, there's going to be something new, right? The, the media will find something new. I promise you. I promise you. You don't have to worry about that. What you need to worry about is yourself and your mind and tending to that garden because everything else, most of the things that you will encounter that you're going to be exposed to throughout your day are probably going to be negative. In general, people talk about a lot of negative things just in general, right? And it's very easy to be influenced by all of that, but you, you can't let that, you have to be stronger. You have to have that mental fortitude to be able to essentially block it out and remember that state of, of you know, calmness that you reach when you meditate and you, and you think about your future and your goals and what it is you're going to accomplish. Because like Billy Joel said, man, we didn't start the fire. It's always been burning since the world's been turning and it's going to keep burning. It's going to keep burning. There's careers. There are careers, professions built around people finding negative shit and talking about it and hyping it up and then broadcasting it to millions of people. It's a career. (laughs) You know, it's, and I don't know what good it can do you to focus on that. What good can it do you? It can't. You've got to focus on what is good, what you can do, the positive stuff in life. You have to. You don't have a choice. I don't care what the reality of the situation is or what your circumstances are. You have to find the good. You have to find what it is that you're fighting for, why it is that you're fighting for. And anytime something comes into your life that tries to fuck with that, tries to derail you, you, you flip it two fingers and you do a 180 Michael Jackson dance and you go the other way. I think that's a pretty cool <laughs> thing to do. And maybe I'll try it next time I have to leave or quit a job that I can't do or a relationship. But you know what I'm saying. The world is built around tons of negative crap. It's everywhere. It's in the media. It's on all of the stuff that we are exposed to constantly. Turn it off. Get, a, get audiobooks that are personal development. Sub- subscribe to Masterclass and start taking classes from all of these successful people and, and learn how they think. They do not think how all the other people who aren't doing what they're doing think. You, you're going to learn that really quickly. And you, you're going to learn really quickly, too, that the way that you think is going to determine where you end up in your life. It's, it's just, it's just the way that it is. I didn't, I didn't make these rules up. Okay. People who are doing positive and great, successful, inspiring type things don't think the way that normal people think. They just don't. People may say that they live up in la la land or they're just not, you know, they're not dealing with reality, but You know, if your reality is I'm stuck in this place and I can't make any changes because blah, 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 blah. Well, lo and behold, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. That is your life. And if you plant the seed of, hey, maybe if I tried this or maybe if I did this, if I turn this off, if I 
moved away from that relationship or if I decided to join a group that does something that just as a byproduct has a positive can-do attitude, what would my life be like? And the chaos is always going to be there and so is the negativity. So the only thing that you can do is to guard your mind, man. Meditate, focus, learn how to walk away from things that, that aren't going to work. Some, I know we don't always have the choice. Sometimes just in our job, in any situation, negativity is going to come into it. Learn how to deal with it constructively. And absolutely don't ever let that be the reason why you decide to not follow your dreams or to try to live your best life or to try or to think that you can't that you're not worthy of good things. You can walk away from anything that's bad for you. Tell yourself that. If you go into a situation and you realize that it is wrong for you, you can speak your mind and you can do the Michael Jackson 180 dance and turn around and get the hell out of there. Yes you can. Yes you can. I believe in you. And I have rambled quite a bit, haven't I? <laughs> so I hope that that gives you some sort of idea on maybe my process to trying to move through the chaos and everything. Mostly what I'm doing right now is looking for other alternatives and, and new ways and new creative ways to get into areas and to meet new people that I've never met before. And that possibly there could be some other opportunities there. And I'm also, I'm nixing my ego if I need to take a job at Trader Joe's or something like that, or you know something that I didn't necessarily go to school for just so I can make enough money to stay out here, I'm going to do that too because my dreams are more important than my ego. And um, yeah, I am willing to sacrifice that in order to be able to stay on this path because I know and I believe that I can make this work somehow, some way, I can make it work, and, and because I think like that, I think that, that, it, that, it, that it will work. And the same thing goes for you. Why not think like that? What have you got to lose by thinking that you can make it work? Nothing. You can lose nothing. Except maybe your mind. I'm just kidding. No. You will learn how to deal with all of the craziness in your own unique way. You will become a stronger, better, more caring, compassionate, loving, decent human being. You will understand the struggle that so many people go through. And you'll develop an empathy that most people don't have. And I don't know what you can accomplish, but I know that what you will accomplish will be something that you'll be incredibly proud of. And you'll know at the end of your life, whenever that comes that you did not cower to the bullshit. You stood up for yourself. You figured out what it is that you wanted, at least as best as you could, and that's the direction that you took. And I have no idea what's going to happen from that, but I at least know that it will be worth it. And anything else? Sorry, not going to be worth it. You're going to fail at something that you didn't even like. Not going to be worth it. And that's today's show. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for your support and listening. Go out there and dare to fail. You've got nothing to lose and who knows what can happen. Happy 311 day too, by the way. Go, you can watch the sh their, their broadcast live at 311.com. It does cost a little bit of money to see it, but hey, that's what I'm going to do. All right. I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. Bye.
started. Hey, what's up, people? I guess it's time that I uh, redo this outro because I have moved and I am no longer living in Phoenix, Arizona. But I do remote interviews. I also want to meet people and interview them out here in Los Angeles. So if there is anybody out there who's listened to this who would like to be interviewed for this, please reach out to me. You can uh, find me on my website, brail.com. That's B-R-A-E-H-L.com. Uh, you can leave me comments on there. You can do whatever you want on that website. You can check out some pretty cool pictures and maybe some drumming and music stuff that I have on there as well. Uh, again, thank you for listening to the Dare to Fail podcast and have a nice day.